Welcome to Grace in Public, preaching and teaching in the heartland and all around the world. Well, this week in June is the International Convention at Greater Grace World Outreach in Baltimore, Maryland. It's the annual convention that's held every year, and it's one of those events where many missionaries and pastors and people from churches in the United States and from all over the world converge on Baltimore, and there's preaching and teaching going on in the chapel all over the campus. I really encourage you, these mostly all of the communication and 90% of the communication that happens preaching, teaching in this ministry is free and it's out there for you to download from the internet and uh, accessible by anyone. And it's very few events. Uh, it's necessary you go online and purchase the me- messages or purchase access online. Uh, this convention is one of them. But there are many speakers, maybe 10 different speakers a day at several different sessions and evening sessions. Thursday traditionally is a missions and with a missions emphasis and a missions march where missionaries come dressed in traditional garb and march for their countries. Really an amazing time. Some of the themes all had to do with the anointing, really, the themes of this year's convention. And it's the title was Anointed for Service. The great themes. Speaker out of Zach spoke out of Zechariah four starting in verse 8 and going through 14. There's a picture there of candlesticks being fed by olive trees, thought to be symbolic in some ways because the olives are pressed for their oil, and then that oil is fed into a lamp that would be lit. The candlesticks are lit and give off light. In this vision, there's a candlesticks that are being fed directly by the olive trees, and oil is dripping down from them. And it really, what a picture of grace in the anointing. The, the government there, it's those candlesticks and those trees represent the high priest and the, and the king in Israel. But it's talking about sp- spiritual governance administratively and spiritually within the church. Uh, those principles can be applied. Uh, though we wouldn't directly apply principles from Israel to the church, but the scripture is given for our learning. And here we see that great picture of grace, really. No necessity to work, to crush the olives and process them into oil, but instead it's just dripping freely down. And that is the anointing that God has given us. In Acts 1.8, it says, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And there it's talking about Pentecost that would come, but that Pentecost and that sealing of the Holy Spirit, that impartation of the Holy Spirit in a degree and intensity that had never been seen before coming upon the church. And we as a church walk in an anointing that, has come down from apostolic fathers and it spreads through the church really it's a manifestation of the spirit of God shedding abroad the love of God and the life of God where the scriptures come alive and they're illuminated and we have life beyond doctrine beyond 
tradition beyond all the structure a church has. They're a real church that God is leading and guiding, has life and has this anointing. This is Pastor Mike Klicka from Westminster, Maryland. We're pastoring the church, uh, the Greater Grace Church in Westminster. And this year the theme was the anointing, anointed for service. And in Mark chapter 13, we have the story of the woman who had anointed Jesus' feet and his head. And she took precious oil that she had in an alabaster flask and she poured it over his head and then she washed his feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair and this is a picture of how the anointing works that the flask had to be broken in order for the oil to come out for those people who might be going through trials in their life who might be having difficulties of some sort or perhaps troubles with their health or their jobs in this economy. These troubles are there for a purpose. They are there to break us. And that breaking leads to the pouring out of that precious oil. When a believer is broken, the contents come out. You cannot empty a a sealed vessel. You cannot empty a sealed vessel. But you cannot fill one either. The vessel has to be broken. And when the believer goes through a breaking process, the anointing pours out. And when it pours out, it's a precious fragrance, it's a precious oil. And some people who saw that said that she shouldn't do that, that the money could have been given to the poor. And Jesus said, leave her alone, she has done this in preparation for my burial. And this is what the anointing does for us that we are broken in preparation for our death with the Savior, for our place on the cross with the Savior. And a person who lives in an anointing goes through the cross, and then the anointing is manifested through the life on the other side of the cross. Remember, Jesus was buried after he was crucified, and he had died, and he was buried, and then he rose again. He told his disciples at the Last Supper, I'm going to be crucified, I'm going to die, and then after I have died, I'm going to meet you in Galilee. This was confidence. He knew the Savior, knew what the Holy Spirit would do for him, and likewise what the Holy Spirit will do for us. God takes us through the breaking process, He takes us through the cross, and on the other side of the cross we have the anointed resurrection life where His Spirit is working in us, where His power is working through us, and where His life is being lived in us. So for those of you who are listening, thank you for listening. We hope you can visit us here in Baltimore next year. Psalm 133 Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments as the dew of Hermon, and as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore.
It was good. It was, he started out in Leviticus, and he talked about the anointing. And um, that the same anointing procedure that was used for the priests when they were anointed for the priesthood was also used for lepers when they were cleansed. And, um, uh, uh, and how that the necessity of the anointing and there, that anointing that's talked about is the blood first, and the ear, and the thumb, and the toe, and then the oil. Um, and that necessity of anointing, why would they be anointed in the same way? And it's because they were sinners, and it was a process that was necessary for someone to approach God, the anointing was necessary. Uh, hello, this, uh, my, my name is Pastor Melvin. I'm from uh, Bombay, India, and uh, I'm a missionary there. And I enjoy the convention because this is a great uh, part of our life to be here where we gather from all parts of the world and listen to different missionaries. And I was blessed by what I heard in the morning, the anointing, the anointing of God. Uh, anointing is the fullness of Jesus Christ and it is the Holy Spirit that anoints us and that empowers us to service, to serve God and to really walk in His ways and um, the fullness of His love that touches us and touches different parts of the world and um, where we can do the work of God. Being a missionary in, the, in India and a lot of idolatry around us, it's really a challenge but it is God who helps us out in doing all our work as we walk with Him and uh, pray, for, uh, pray for me back home in India that this year would be a great year of uh, winning souls to Jesus Christ, planting churches and uh, traveling different places, teaching, preaching, ministering and above all to glorify Jesus Christ and God the Father. Uh, thank you very much. Really amazing this convention to speak to so many missionaries, see so many faces. Really, convention is this big gathering, and it's amazing. The more, the longer you're involved and see people's lives, and I've had the great privilege to have many friends that are now scattered across the four corners of the world. Many times I don't see them until this time of year. And what a blessing it is to see them continuing to go on with God to see their children <laughs> older, more grown, more mature, see the new ones I, I haven't seen yet, and wives and family members and team members and people from countries that they've brought over to bring them into the life of the body and give them great exposure to the Word of God being preached and all the things that come along at a, at a convention. What a blessing it is. Thank you for tuning in. If you can, don't forget to send a tax-deductible gift to us. Your generous donation made to our program promotes this broadcast and ones like it going out on the Internet and broadcast on local stations throughout the United States. So please prayerfully consider what you can give. Find out how to give your donation at www.graceandpublic.com. Thank <laughs> you.
Well, wonder, what a wonderful time. Some of you listening to the program, you know now, today, to this program, will one day be with me or, or uh, a leader from Greater Grace out here uh, at the International Convention in Baltimore, Maryland. It's hard to describe, really, the fellowship, food, faces you see every few years from missionaries overseas that come back and uh, amazing messages preached. The Word of God is very rich. The power of God is clearly manifested in people's lives. And amazing what you hear and what you hear at these kinds of conventions, at this convention that's held in June in Baltimore and at others that spread all around the world and also the New Year's Eve convention has changed the course of many lives in revealing a call to the foreign mission field or church planting somewhere in the world that people have never been before and to be touched, transformed by the Spirit of God, by a revelation of the anointing, by the manifestation of God's life through preaching and Spirit-filled fellowship uh, is an awesome thing. So... Thank you for tuning in, and thank you for uh, listening to our program. And we we do pray for you. Contact us, please. And we'd love to get to know you, visit you, wherever you are. And one day you may well be with me, sitting right here at a table like this one in Baltimore, Maryland. We'd love to hear from you, so please go to our website and contact us. The web address is www.graceinpublic.com. And before we end, if anyone does not know the Savior, if you do not know the beauty of a life with God, if you do not know the purpose that only comes through a life with God, and if you do not know that you're going to heaven when you die, ask the Savior into your hearts. Ask him, Jesus, save me. Take me to heaven when I die and make me your child. In Jesus' name, amen.